Vigilante Wednesday here on another episode, the 45th episode, and the first episode of the year of the Culture Crime Fighters. I'm joined by none other than my partner in Culture Crime Fighting, Matt from Fireball Productions. How you doing, man? How was your new year? How was uh, how's everything? Everything is just fine and dandy, Vigilante. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, yeah. I think we saw how the new year went. I mean, I yeah, was, we, we were live. That's true. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got a little toasty there. Um, I think we all did. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got turned. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember parts of it. I do remember parts of it. And I did like a streaming marathon that day, but I don't remember all of it. Um. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. So I was gonna say uh, unprecedented. Uh. Live on Rumble, but we're not, are we? No. No. I for, I don't even really know how to do it. Ah. Jeez. Ah. Oh, heavens. So, yeah. Hopefully next next time we'll be live on Rumble because we do. I do want to get that going. Yeah. I mean, I sent you the embed code. So did you? I did. I, I emailed it to you. I guess I should have uh... followed up with a Discord message too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to uh, we're trying to broaden our our you our streaming horizons and get online and try different platforms. Uh, and uh, Rumble sure is one of them. Um, not today, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, you sure did. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mic's Damn. low. Thank you, Pettis. Damn Thank it. Thank you, buddy. Well, I'm. Anyone who, who's been following knows that uh, StreamYard and me are, are fighting. So I don't know if I can do anything with the the free ninety nine version of StreamYard. Oh really? Yeah, it doesn't let me do shit now. I'm like, Fuck. oh, so you can't do multiple platform streaming anyway? I don't think I can. You gotta just you gotta bite the bullet. You gotta swallow your pride on this one and just get back on it, or find another platform, one or the other. There's a yeah. lot of other ones. We could do restream stuff like that. So I've been I've been using this X split. I don't know how to like do like the same thing we do on StreamYard. So I have to learn that because I like it. I like it, and I know I think I can do multiple platforms with that. And I know I can with Restream because I've done Restream before. Yeah, look so. at Keely Chow, all positive, saying next week episode going to be live on both YouTube and Rumble. That's right. Yeah, Keely Chow. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Trying yeah. to. Uh, you know, trying to make this whole thing happen, trying to get this, you know, continue the the push of the culture crime fighters. You know, there's lots of culture villains out there who need to be slayed. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're trying to just keep it up, keep it going. Speaking of which, we do have a Patreon. We do. Culture we crime do. fighters, secret identities. New episode should be up right now. Uh, there's actually, there's, there's two that came out just this week because... Matt, me and Vidge very professionally uh, recorded an episode for the week where I was going to be away. Well, Matt forgot to upload it to the Patreon before he left, so there was nothing nothing to be done for that. So uh, if you are a patron, and I know a few of you are out there, uh, we have two episodes up this week. One is uh, childhood like mischief stories. Um, yeah. Us kind of getting into trouble when we were kids, which was I mean, a, a fun episode. Yeah. And then this week yeah. was uh, like awful jobs that we've had in the past. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 All the episodes are fun. Please join. Please join. Please, please indeed join uh, our patron. Hey, think of it like this: it's like a dollar twenty-five episodes, five dollars a month. We do four episodes a week. 
There you go, Pat Ass. I appreciate it. It's like it's like a dollar twenty five episode. It's like for less mm-hmm. than a, a, a bottle of Coca Cola. Yeah. tell Coca Cola tells you to be less white, and for less than a bottle of Coca Cola uh, a week. You yeah, too. and we tell you to be more white. So there you go. I mean, which one do you want to subscribe to? Exactly. Um, exactly. But they're really fun. It's a, it's a slightly different vibe. It's more like uh, just hanging out with uh, Matt and Vidge. Uh, instead of, you know, like, you fucking this is woke and I don't like it. Not that we don't like doing that. It's just a different vibe. Yeah, different vibe. You can learn more about us. We talk about more. Yeah, just personal and other stuff. It's been really cool. It's been really fun. And I, I, love, it's it. a, I love it. I, I do, too. I do, too. It's really, really fun. It is. If Sentadillus is paying for Patreon is very white. Uh, well, yeah. we don't discriminate. So any color there is invited. Even yeah, green- Croatian. Yeah, there you go. Green is the the color we're more important. With. Actually, it's not really green. Money's been all multicolor. It's all so, but it's mostly green. You know, how it's all like blue and all this other shit. Yeah, well, we're Americans, so yeah. Yup. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, hello so, everybody, and hell, lovely sharing. In. I see people are uh, tuning in. No, this isn't a, a stream of me because I've been just doing retro gaming streams since uh, we've last uh, met. So this is the actual talking normal formatted stream from the channel because it's the first culture ground fires episode in a while on the channel because the holiday and shit so yeah uh, we do have uh, quite a few different things to talk about uh mm-hmm. you were telling me pre-show um about Patton oswald like i kind of wanted to get in that before we got into some of the other stuff because like, yeah what's going on with this guy uh this guy he's such a little cucky bitch yeah. so all right so uh, the, the headline from the L.A. Times is uh, Patton Oswald, Oswald explains himself after, quote, nice Dave Chappelle post goes sideways. Okay. Um, now, before we go, before we I tell you anything more, what does that sound like to you? What, did, what, what are you imagining? What are you projecting just based on that headline <laughs> alone? My guess is because... Dave Chappelle is like a persona, persona non grata. He must have said something about him being funny. And then all the like trans activists said, oh, you know, you're a bigot. And he said, oh, no, no. I hate the black people you hate. It's okay. And he cucked. That's my guess. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. That's exactly <laughs> right. This is the Bounding in the Comics. This is the Bounding in the Comics uh, uh, title. Pat Oswalt apologized to Woke Mob for sharing New Year's Eve picture with Dave Chappelle. I'll always disagree oh. with where he stands on transgender issues. That's even worse. He took a picture with him. Oh, That's not, you you're not supposed it? to do that. Yeah. Can you believe it? So do you want to hear it from the LA Times point of view or do you want to hear it from Bounding's view? Hmm. You know what? I'll go with the LA Times. We always listen to Bounding. We sure I, want do. See, I want to see what the other side thinks about this, with right. their perspective. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it all watered down and bullshit. There you go. Um, okay. Patton Oswalt doubled back over the weekend after attempting to have a, quote, nice comment thread on a photo he posted with longtime friend and fellow comedian Dave Chappelle. Now, this is pretty funny. Both comics were performing at Seattle Center venues Friday night. Oswald at the 3,000-seat McCaw Hall and Chappelle at the 17,500-seat Climate Pledge Arena. Ugh. I didn't know it was called. Sorry. I didn't know it was called the Climate Pledge (laughs) Arena. I love it. 
What is hold on before we go any further? What is that <laughs> virtue signaling bullshit? Well, it's in Seattle, of course, it's the climate pledge, Alina. Well, who is the cucky fucking <laughs> ESG ass corporation that was like, well, no, we're not going to name it uh, Progressive Insurance. We're going to name it Climate Pledge. Or who is it? Who is the probably just directly just the like some evil organization. <laughs> they're gonna have some like really nice name like organization for trees and love and it's gonna you look back and it's just like what's yeah right Satanist. They're, they're like they're like child slavers yeah <laughs> yeah man well well pat nods when we're all talking about him uh, to keep him away from your kids so wait um, so it doesn't well i do want to know what corporation like that's even better you can't find out it's not in the <laughs> wikipedia article it's certainly not like immediate i don't know Hmm. I just want to, it's got to be, it can't just, you have to, right? I mean, everybody. It has like little naming rights and stuff like that. Yeah. Seattle mayor. Oh, in partnership with Amazon. Ah, there we go. Amazon is the, it says the Climate Pledge Arena is the most progressive, responsible, and sustainable arena in the world, in the world, in partnership with Amazon. Because we know Amazon and all their cars and all the the shipping magnet yeah they add nothing to the climate whatsoever which i don't even i don't even care in either direction a i don't care if amazon's doing that and i don't care that if it actually is the most sustainable you know arena in the country if it is i think that's honestly a good thing there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that but the only reason they call it that is because all the little woke little commies out there if it was called the amazon arena would be like bleh, bleh. Yeah. It's spurg out because it would be a billionaire and uh, big corporations. But as long as we pander to you and make you feel like we care we you'll you won't get upset at us yeah that's definitely that. but no i do care because i'm sick of the hypocrisy i'm sick of i'm sick of assholes who ride private jets yelling at me about the climate it's like motherfucker i what do you want me to do i'm just you telling me turning on my light on and off I, that's gonna destroy the climate but you you get on many as many private jets as you want you spend all the fucking money on all this other bullshit and then you tell me what i'm supposed to do in my life go fuck off yeah, you have like six houses that are yeah. like clim- climate controlled year round, and it's like I'm supposed to like take a shorter shower. <laughs> Fuck you! It's completely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I sorry I did a little little aside from the climate pledge arena. Ugh. Let's see what happened with Fat Nozzle. As I can talk about weight, but dude, Seattle sucks. Yeah. All right. It does. Chappelle invited his longtime buddy to do a guest set, after which Oswald posted a photo of them together and, and a note in the spirit of the season. Also, by the way, uh, like the fact that like one section of Chappelle's like arena show, you know what I mean, could be Oswald's entire show. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, because I don't I mean, maybe he sold out that. That'd be funny. He probably didn't sell out the 3000 seat arena. I mean, I don't want to see Pat. He might. I mean, he's a pretty big name. I guess. And that's a commie-ass town, so, you know. Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, finished finished me set. Finished me set at McCaw Hall and got a text from at Dave Chappelle. He wrote Friday on Instagram, come over to the arena he's performing in next door and do a guest set. Why not? I wave goodbye to this hell year with, with a genius I started doing comedy. I started comedy with 40, 34 years ago. 
He works an arena like he's talking to one person, charming their skin off. Anyway, I ended the year with a real friend and a deep laugh. Can't ask for much more. Actually sounds nice and pleasant. Honestly. Genuinely nice and pleasant. Like, hey, it's the end of the year. Known this guy for years. Got to say hey to him. Sounds all dope and and, 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 and holiday-esque, so to speak. Yeah. Kind of right this time. And respectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, like, just cool. Like, it honestly sounds like a pretty cool thing to do. Plus, it's a compliment, you know? It's like, what, the fact that, any, you, you, like, you'd even think about that after you tweeted it or whatever. Yeah. It seems then, so pleasant. Yeah. Now, Chappelle has been a lightning rod since he came under fire last okay. year for making comments that proceed that many perceived as transphobic in his most recent Netflix special, The Closer. The fallout led to an employee walkout and protest within Netflix along with the pockets uh, of support. Oh, I like how they say there's pockets of support. They make it sound like the majority opinion is that it's transphobic, and then there were just sort of some outliers, some alt-right outliers. Exactly. Who, yeah, disagreed. It's like, It's very much the opposite. Yeah, it is. I mean, because uh, didn't they? Uh, what happened with that? Didn't like Har- hardly anyone actually walk out. I mean, we. I think we covered it. We there covered was a pretty it. big protest, but it was. Well, it was a big protest, but I mean, as far as the actual Netflix employees, I don't think that many people actually walked out. I thought it was just like a, a small group of people, and that the CEO ignored them. I mean, that's pretty much what it sounded like to me. They were just sort of like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Um, hang on to our cash cow thanks your feelings don't really matter and then the story went away yeah which it should be a lesson to all these corporations and stuff and people who feel this pressure if you just don't bend to them they eventually give up and move on yeah they have other woke things to get out there other people to eat so they'll just go to the next one yeah there was like one billionaire who didn't virtue signal hard enough they got to get on that yeah they'll find them you don't they don't actually have any power like just stop adhering to them and you'll be fine it will all just go away yeah you're the one giving them power not 100% times these like woke comp- these super woke companies give a few people on twitter the power to do everything and it's like at a certain point you guys just say okay we don't give a fuck that you're mad fuck off yeah like it doesn't actually matter that you're upset about anything you can just be like we heard you and we don't care and then they're, what are they going to do about it? Nothing. Oh, we're going to boycott you. You you don't have, it's not like the majority of Americans are on your side and they're going to be like, yeah, totally. They're going to be like, we don't even notice this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, hell, I still think the majority of Americans probably didn't even notice this was happening. I think we, I think some probably did, but like we get all, you know, caught up. We're all in this world. Most people don't care. If I told my mom, if I mentioned my mom, like, hey, mom, what do you think about the whole uh, Chappelle trans thing? She'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point. It, like, they're like, huh? Because most people don't really care about this stuff that intimately. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't actually matter, really. It's just an ideological battle that has, like, these weird, like, lines that kind of push back and put. And it's like, unless you're sensitive to that or you care or you have the free time to pay attention, you're not even going to notice because it's not like the only thing that changes is the cultural conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And then the laws. Oh, unfortunately. First, yeah. But, but, like, this is really just something that, you know, you guys in the chat, we care about. We've kind of, you know, taken up arms in this culture war. 
Um, but I mean, a majority of the culture war is still normies don't even know what's happening. Um, so like, this is still something that's just like a few people make a huge deal on it. Sometimes on both sides. And then when you really look at it in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't actually matter that much. Well, it, it's not to say it doesn't matter. It I matters. Think that that's, it has a long-term it, impact. But when I say ma- it doesn't matter, normal people are going to go about their lives regardless of whether it happens. Now, I guess where it does matter right. because, like you said, laws and some of the sneaking, you know, yeah, they also I mean, wake up to the craziness when it's at their door. But that's, I mean, look, this stuff does start on the Internet. It does start on Twitter. But, like, that's why Jordan Peterson is a famous personality is because mm. he was like, this isn't just like a benign thing. Like this is really restrictive and dangerous. And like the legal repercussions of these types of laws have like long-term ramifications for the freedom of this nation. And like, he was a hundred percent right. And so it's like, I, I, I kind of don't like when people dismiss it when they're like, Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. It does very much matter. It's just, most people don't have the time to weigh in on this or talk about it or even think about it. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I should say don't matter, but it's not it doesn't move the needle maybe um as much as we like to give it credit for, even if there is obviously an impact. I mean, there's fucking th- this is how they, they govern school systems now. So this is having a real life go. practical impact. Exactly. Um, so there's that. Because yeah, Red Skull demands you make your bed. Yeah, I'm actually right now I'm um on Mad Mardigan's recommendation. I'm listening to uh that Cynical Theories by uh by James Lindsay. Ah, I never even I, you you've kept speaking of James Lindsay, but I have not I heard like that book. It's it's uh co-written by this woman who I can't think of uh A I can't woman. think of her name. Yeah, I know, right? And Mad Mardigan recommended it. What it's, the hell? What the I hell? know. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it's true, uh, and uh, it's it's really interesting because it details like uh, from like an academic point of view where this a lot of this began, like the the philosophy, how it sort of grew into what it is, like what it means, like it, it is actually coming at it from a fairly socially liberal point of view, uh, mm-hmm. and it it does a good job of parsing out like what are traditionally like liberal values, and then like where what these people are doing you know, like compare comparatively, which is a pretty interesting angle, I think. Yeah. So real quick, this is unrelated to anything. I was just about to tweet the link. And I see some of you guys already have some toxic man flu and stuff like that. But like our, you know how it has like the follow media includes potentially sensitive uh, content. Our stream is considered sensitive content tipped by Twitter. How? I don't know how. What, like on what toxic man flu's tweet? Yeah, when you go to the tweet, hell toxic man flu. By hell toxic man flu. Thank you, anyone else who uh tweeted. You know, we please. You know, sharing is caring. Please, please, please share. Because the more you share, the more people uh know that the stream is happening, and more people watch, more people enjoy it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'm like, huh? We are fucking. Uh, you know. I don't see that though, on content. Twitter. Where do you see that on Twitter? I see it in Toxic Man Flu. He has a, you know, Vigilante Williamson. No, I see him, the right tweet. Now. Yeah. Well, for me, it just shows the actual, like where it shows the link. Uh-huh. It shows like a, like a sensitive content warning. Huh. Mine doesn't. Huh. So they're just trying to hide my own content from me, it looks like. That's, That's weird. weird. Very weird. All right. As long as it doesn't show to other people. That's really strange. Well, all right. Anyway, I mean, look, we've been saying it for for months now. We feel we're being suppressed. So, 
that that could just be evidence in the it's definitely happening category. Yeah. But whatever. We're just going to yeah. try to put on a good show with what we have. So yeah. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Toxic Man Flu. Hell. Um, and yeah, you're right about that fucking site that said everyone who was on Twitter and YouTube was leaning right. Was that what was that shit called? Conservative or some shit? Where they had that different, um, not rewriting Ripley, but that one guy had the site and it had like a quotient for how uh, right or left everybody. Oh was. yeah, yeah. Like they had Gary on like the alt right side. Yeah, yeah. That that site. I wonder what happened to them. Maybe it's uh, sold all the shit to some woke ESG company and just went away. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of we 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 were talking about that like how so many of the alt tech platforms it's like it's like really still just like one or the other. Yeah, you know it's like it's still like what Getter or mm-hmm. or Parler or even Minds. It's it's like it's still like this is the conservative version. It's like. I don't want that either. Yeah, people want fun things. I keep saying this. You need, uh, you need the, you need the stupid videos. You need cat videos. You need girls twerking. Though, if once you have those things, people will show up. Yeah, but those, but the thing is, like, the the sites that control the narrative, they're the ones who have a monopoly on that stuff. Yeah, and so that's, I think that's the the mistake alt tech makes. They just try to add a conservative spin, and they just want to be conservative. It, it just wants to. Uh, geared towards i don't know i don't know if it's their fault i think it's just that they put it out there as a place where you can actually communicate in a free Mm -hmm. way and then that that floods in with you know alternative voices which right now is the uh, right side of the conversation true well gabin gabin parlor seemed to court that that side i know we want you know we want trump and we want you know conservative guys and we want Rand Parler, and it's just cool but it's just like that's not gonna. That's not what people want to to be entertained by, because people do yeah. use social media as an entertainment source. And it's still it's still alienating. Like unless you're the type of guy who's you know you have to be Fox News all day long, and you know you also want to be on social media talking about it as well. It's like that's a pretty narrow part of the population, and also like it's very specific. Like you you have to be one of those guys to find that entertaining, and I, I'm personally not one of them. Yeah, me me neither. And uh, freedom of space is not considered conservative. Shaking my head. Yeah, no, he's right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the weirdest thing, and that's and that they've done such a good job control, like creating that narrative that anything varying is now conservative. You yeah, know? It's, it's like when we say the turf thing, like trans exclusionary exclusionary radical feminists. It's like the idea that men are men and women and women is considered radical. <laughs> that's that's radical. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you can define your own gender, even minute by minute. That's not radical. It's radical no, to think that there's something wrong with that. Yeah, stop being a bigot. That's that's yeah. normal. That's the yeah. new normal that we're installing everywhere. That's the new and, normal. Deal with it. Yep. And if you have a disagreement with that, well, you're probably alt-right or conservative. And people are like, well, I'm certainly not that. I would never think to be conservative. Yeah. Because you're one of those Trump supporters, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And because, you know, they did such a good job, like, making it uncool to be on the right, you know, that that still has a stigma attached to it. It's a really crazy time. Um, And uh, this article. Speaking of that stigma, you can't can't even take a picture with somebody you've known for 34 years. Well, hold on. 
You can. Now, this is this is not like well, about no to say matter, without ba- backlash. But but the story here is not what pe- the backlash. The backlash is we're just saying it's like these people don't actually matter unless you give them power. The story yeah. is fucking cucky little uh, Patton Oswalt bitch being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I never meant to offend. I certainly wouldn't agree. You know, like his he just panders to them immediately, caves to the pressure on in seconds. Well, part of that is that's his brand. He built up wokeness. You know, he's he's a woke. That's right. Media, so he can't be seen to be not woke. So you're right that he's being a, a, a cucky bitch. But this is the this standard is to create a cucky bitch out of us all, right? It's so like, oh no, that's you're not. Right. You're not able to do this with certain people because they're on the wrong side of history. You're not able to be friends with certain people if they don't agree with what we all agree with. That's right. And I was hearing like I was so irritating. I was listening to. Uh, Jim and Sam talk about this. I, I, I honestly had to turn it off. I was like, they were like, oh, you know, why does everybody think you need to agree with things all the way down the line? I'm like, first of all, not everybody thinks that. This is very much a stance of the hard left and the people who dominate the the social conversation. So don't don't apply this standard of of demanding conformity. Otherwise, we're going to boycott you to everybody. It's a very specific sect of the population that does this. Yeah, but that is there, everybody. That's the same sect. I mean, Jim and Sam, I know they're not like hardcore leftists, but they kind of, I don't want to say lean. bend the knee. But they lean. They, they, they lean. lean and they don't do, I don't think they go far enough with understanding exactly the nature of the demon that they're facing, which is frustrating because I was listening back on Old Opie and Anthony. They, they were the guys calling this shit out like 10 or more years ago you know yeah. they've been they've been on the, the front line of this conversation for so long and it's like you think that they would be even ahead of the conversation now but now they sound especially jim sounds behind it well because they want to be behind it because they they get a lot of money from sirius xm so it's, yeah, it that's pays, true. It pays to be behind the times. It pays to oh, and and then at the same time, they don't want to necessarily offend the people who know it's bullshit. So they just try to you know come with this middle of the pack, act ignorant towards it as if they don't know, and that way yeah. it's easier to kind of appease both sides. Yeah, and maybe maybe he genuinely maybe he genuinely doesn't see it. But it's like well then you haven't explored anything in the conversation since. Because if you if you have listened to anything that Jordan Peterson or Brett Weinstein or James Lindsay, any of these guys who are not conservatives, who are not, you know, they don't have an agenda other than to, you know, uh, address how our conversation is being hijacked. It's like if you haven't listened to any one of these extraordinarily influential minds, it's like then you just are not participating in the conversation as it presently exists then. Yeah. And uh, Sean County versus Applesauce uh, brings up. Patrice saw it all coming. He saw it coming. I mean, the shit that he says is still kind of like passed around, like clips of things he says as memes, almost for what uh, what modern, like how it actually ended up. Mm-hmm. And uh, since you did, I, I sort of agree with this: is that what who, who normal will be on the front lines of all this tired of shit? Because hell, even I'm trying to back off the front lines of a lot of this tired of shit. It's how it's stressed and how annoying it is. But at the same time. Jim and Sam aren't normal. They are, you know, highly paid uh, commentators. You know what I mean? So they kind of have a, a certain almost like not necessarily to be the front line, but to just ignore 
there's something, you know. Uh, well, look, I just don't, I don't, they don't have an obligation to do anything. It's just yeah, that true. the way they were addressing it was pissing me off. I was like, you cannot honestly say that this is like, oh, if, if, if he said something anti-conservative, that it would be the same kind of backlash. That's such bullshit. Yeah. That's such bullshit. This is 100% because it's a trans issue and it's a hard left issue. It's part of this wokeism cult. It, it, it's 100% about that and the, and the all of media having to conform to the narrative. Like, are you seriously telling me it's anything other than that? That's what was pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to, they have to be blissfully ignorant, intentionally ignorant of it. I think it's intentionally ignorant. You yeah. know, I think it's, you know, and... The, I heard not to keep bringing up the same exact names all the time, but I heard I heard uh, uh, James Lindsay could like say this, like the false virtue of, of like being in the center. You know what I mean? Of just being like, well, both sides. Fuck that. There's a there is a difference. And it's like even if both sides do it, one has significantly more influence in the True. social conversation. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it, what matters is the power. It depends on the conversation because sometimes the other side is kind of help facilitating it, but a shittiness. That's another conversation. True. But like, um, when you talk, when it comes to criticizing, I mean, as much as I criticize the conservatives for their ineptness and all this, it's no doubt who is the aggressor, who's the one pushing all of these bullshit um, narratives and, and eventually policies. Who's the one, you know, coming up with? Uh, we t- I talked on this channel about the fucking bathroom. Who's walls got the power? Schools. Who's got the influence? Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It was, it used to be the right. We've talked about that plenty. Yeah. It used to be the Catholic league. You know what? And it would, and there was a, there was a, like a, a widespread censoring of, of content and what was allowed to be out there from the right. So it, it's not I'll really about the side. That. I don't All think right. they were as ever as powerful as the left is now. I think it was a lot more balanced. Even then, yeah, you you wouldn't you would get censored stuff on on the radio, censored stuff on TV. So that was a huge part of the influence. But you didn't get like people trying to fuck up your life, people trying to fire you, people mm. trying to do all this shit. Yeah, they did though. There there would be people. The, I mean, that would try, they would boycott shows. They, they would, would try to get them taken. Shows, but I'm talking but about they celebrities. They wouldn't, you couldn't, you weren't normal, a normal person who disagreed with some Christian conservative view. And then all of a sudden there were people calling up your, your door and calling up your, your job just as a normal guy. Granted, there was no social media. So maybe if, social yeah, media existed, I mean, that's a pretty significant difference, but I mean, it, I feel like there's a, there's a level of vitriol that exists now. Maybe that's just the times in general, but there is a level of vitriol that exists now. That's like, okay. Yeah, they, they said they didn't want uh, uh, shit in stores. They may have burnt the book. But if you were a regular person, you were pretty much safe. You could be, think how you thought. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good point. And quite frankly, like, no one was doing that back then. Yeah. Like, that, that really the wasn't the angle. Yeah, I mean, it definitely came out of the radical, like, this hard radicalization and this sort of, like, the, the cult of wokeism. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. But it is important to just remember that it's really more about power than anything. True. Very true. Um, Very true. All right. Let's, let's get more into this. Okay. So uh, the fall. Okay. But commentators weren't letting Oz commentators. They make or commenters. <laughs> make, oh, okay. Okay. Commenters, okay. not commentators. So, all right. Commenters weren't letting Oswald off the hook for touting his friendship, let alone performing. Well, I'm sure this isn't a biased article. With a quasi-canceled person, at least not without an explanation. Quasi-canceled. 
this sounds really communist left block. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Block, I mean. With an enemy of the state like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Jesus. With, with, with the wrong thinker, Dave Chappelle. J. Jonah Jameson is, is more fair to Spider-Man than they are being to Dave Chappelle. It's just like completely, un, just completely biased. But uh, he okay. says, I, uh, do you want to read it? I can read it. I was just about to read hey, it. Uh, what? All right, go uh, the explanation came the next day, but not before Oswald had deleted a lot of the comments on his original oh, posting. He soft. deleted comments. What a what bitch. A marshmallow man. God damn, you can't even take it from your own people? What a pussy. Um, I naively deleted a lot of posts in the comment thread, critical ones from LGBTQ writers and posts by turf anti-trans orcs. Orcs? I thought orcs were black people. What's going on? Oh, oh, they're the bad people. Okay, turf anti-trans orcs. Okay, so he's, okay. I was like, wow, did he just call these, like, trans activist orcs? I'm like, that's pretty base. But no, no, no. It was the other people. Uh, who, right so he he like people would be like oh i can't believe you're actually supporting him you know because since you're such a lefty cuck little bitch and he was like delete delete yeah I, I imagine he wrote i wanted a nice comment thread about the pick with my friend Ugh. ew you wanted a nice comment see what you wanted to control how people had the conversation yeah pat s is right like we need more reason to hate pat and oswald uh, uh what a Puss whack. Jeez. Um, he says after pray. Uh, you can go on. I, I don't know if you can. after after praising Chappelle as the funniest comedian I've ever met. He wrote, "He's refocused and refined ideas. A lot of us look as settled about race and history of, uh, and life on planet Earth and spun them around with a phrase or a punchline. Yeah, we know. We know. We we understand, Patton. And he we also." To, he, make woke sense like well, he said things about race and that's woke right you still you know right. <laughs> yeah he's just scrambling to be like no 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 uh it's not that i agree with that it's the other points he made about other issues you know things we all agree on right right yeah, exactly oh, exactly what a wanker racism is bad and he he thinks so too he's black so you know just just, just please don't Please don't take oh, away the kids. That's so pathetic. Um, but we also 100%, 100% disagree about trans rights and representation. I support trans people's rights, anyone's rights, to live safely in the world as their fullest selves. He makes it sound like <laughs> Chappelle's punchline was like, and then go murder them, okay, guys? Exactly. I'm sick of this idea that, our point that anyone who has a different point is like we don't want they're not those kind aren't round uh wanted around these parts that's not what we're saying we're saying hey you can call yourself whatever you want out out of respect call you whatever you want me to but don't tell me don't like have fallon fox beat katie's ass that's all i'm asking and i don't think i'm crazy to ask that or also like i do believe in objective truth and I will call you a woman, but you are not a woman. Yes, that's that's it. I'll call. I'm, I'm sorry. That's fine. But no, you're not actually. A you're woman. not actually. I mean, you even even if you are inside, you were born in the wrong body, so you're still a guy. Yeah. Like it, I, I'm not. I'm not playing this fucking game. Exactly. Like, and but, it's like that has nothing to that, do with your you safety. To, yeah, I just want to say you don't want them to live safely. From like, how does that affect their safety? 
they want to be safe from words they don't like. There you go. That, that's, that's not what say that's not that's not what you can't be unsafe from my opinion you disagree with. Like if that's the case then you're making me very unsafe. Yeah. Cuz I yeah, strongly disagree. Opinions. Yeah. I'm very unsafe with you by your bullshit. Um in the closer. Also like I don't even think Chappelle's stance was that harsh on any of this stuff, right? He just kind of like he was very respectful to the trans point of view, wasn't he? He was just kind of making jokes about it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we just got a tip from our Cosmic Confusion, not just Cosmic Fusion. Don't dead name him, you bigot, speaking of trans rights. Got a $2 tip. Uh, he says a $2 tip for my favorite white supremacist, so I'm assuming he's talking about you. But uh, he gave it to me. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Um, he also, uh, oh, hey, Brandon the Anime Guy is back. Hey, Brandon the Anime Guy. Hey. Back from the dead again. Back from the dead. He's alive. He's a zombie. He's Jesus. How's it going? Uh, Cosmic Confusion also sent me $2. Ah. Uh, and it says, holy shit, you shaved the mohawk. Now what are what are Dildo and I going to make fun of? <laughs> yes, I did shave the mohawk and trim the beard up pretty mightily. These are uh, real-world obligations. Yeah. I'm... Uh, uh, I don't know. I got to look a little bit more respectable in the real world, at least for now. Uh, unfortunately, it's not something I really want, but I conformed, guys. I didn't stay punk. I didn't stay punk. Your uh, your favorite YouTuber sold out. Yeah. So. <laughs> sold out to the man. I did sell out. I did sell out. But um, hopefully it'll be back. This is the look for now. I don't think it's going to affect much else. <laughs> yeah. Look at me like suddenly it was like all my powers in the mohawk. And I'm just like, I don't know. Patton makes some good points. Like, I just think maybe we should just be nice there. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm going to say it. Who, who said it in the chat about Patton Oswalt? Yeah, Zach said it. Patton Oswalt clearly hates black people. That's what this is. That's my conclusion. That's my ob obvious conclusion. He's clearly a racist. He hates black people. Mm -hmm. he, you know, there you go. Clearly, I mean, you know, one of the most prominent black icons, he just made him look like a fool. Yeah. You know, which in, in a way makes all black people look like a fool. Exactly. So Patton, I want you to apologize for your racism, and uh, I'm going to put out an official boycott on your work until you apologize for being an anti-black racist. Yeah, I want an apology to all, what is it, 20 to 30 million? You need to apologize mm -hmm. to each and every one of us. So you need to come across me and say, hey, you know, I know I don't know you, uh, but I, I just apologize for what I say today. Yep. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe, after after you cry and, and, and whine like a bitch, maybe I'll forgive you, you bigot. Fuck you, Patton Oswalt. It's like this is what's just so weird about the way they structure these articles and this conversation. In the closer, Chappelle said, among other things, that he supported Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling, who has been labeled as a trans-exclusionary radical feminist or TERF for expressing her sentiments about trans. Who labeled her? Like a bunch of nuts, a bunch of people on Twitter who have like this agenda and every single thing that exists. So just because they labeled him that so what that doesn't actually matter it's not like he went to court and then he got like you know like he's on the trans exclusionary radical feminist list it's like this is just like someone's opinion or is he like, you know what i mean 
but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's nothing official about this. Like, it's just a bunch of people who have an opinion about it. Like, to be labeled, it's like, okay, I'm sure Chappelle's also been labeled a racist or a homo. Like, he's been raised. So what if he's been labeled things? What does that matter? Well, that's that's the framing. This is why I wanted to read the New York Times version, because you want to get that framing. And this is this is how they frame everything. This is how they put everything in perspective, where it's just all like they make um, their opinions as if they are already news facts. And mm. so there's a lot of that, that sort of thing going on. Oh, um, he's been labeled that. So, like, that's what so he then, is. So that's what he is. It's like, no, so what? Like. People get labeled things all the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Ugh, I hate the world. Um, <clears throat> J.K. Rowling wrote all the Harry Potter books by herself, and they canceled her because she said gender was a fact, Chappelle said in the special. And then the trans community got mad, and they started calling her a turf. I shouldn't speak on this because I am not a woman, nor am I trans, but as we've established, I am a feminist. Ugh. I'm team turf. I agree. I agree, man. Gender is a fact. Yeah. I mean... That's pretty lame. Anyway, to call yourself a feminist. Yeah, feminism is still trash. So whatever. But I, mean, I guess at least at least you you know men are men and women are women. So I gotta take the good with the bad. So this is more of of uh, I'm getting bored of this story. So I'm yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying, I also, this is, I think, uh, Patton's response, yeah. He said, I also don't believe a seeker like Chappelle, a seeker, is that, a ter- is that one of their terms? What does that mean? Is that like some racial epitaph, Patton Oswalt? The fuck yeah, you mean, you, seeker? It sounds like ally or something. That sounds like one of their terms. That sounds like like when they you know, people who aren't on their side but are trying to figure out the like the ways of the woke. That sounds like a that's what a, that term sounds like. I don't know if that's just some Patton says or if that's one of their terms. But I, it sounds I, like one of their terms. Sounds like latent white supremacy to me, but whatever. I also don't believe a seeker like Chappelle is done evolving, learning. You know someone that long, see the struggles and changes, changes impossible to cut them off. First of all, like, no, no, like, inkling or, or possibility that any, like, your whole worldview is bullshit. Not even slight suggestion that that's a possibility. Obviously, Patton and the rest of us all have the right opinions. And Chappelle will come around. Yeah, there's or fuck. Even if you don't want to say your worldview is bullshit, there's no human acknowledgement that hey, we don't all agree on everything all the time. I I can disagree with him and still be friends. Yeah, what's wrong? That with was that? that was honestly Norton's point, where I I thought was like a decent point was he was saying that it's just like I don't have to agree with all my friends on everything single thing they say. Yeah, but so that's like, not good. And en- we know though that that that's not good enough. If you're a wokey. But like, why not? Like at some I get that Patton Oswald is a complete cuck. He's a marshmallow man, he's a bitch. But he would have had at least some respect. And bro, Zach saying this thing about seekers, this is where my thought literally hey. I'm like, cause I, I don't trust the left and I don't trust the wokeness in my head. There's the actual legitimate white premises. So when he said seeker, I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Uh-huh. Um I'm sure it didn't. But I'm not sure. Uh, but, like, I thought a better point, even though he probably would have said it like a bitch because he, he is a bitch, a better point Pat and Oswald could have said, like, hey, this is my friend. He's still going to be my friend. Friends don't always disagree. I'm sure a lot of people spend holidays with people they love and, and disagree with. That's life. At some point, no, we you... do have to get back. I know they won't. 
Well, but you can't like it's. To. But it's part of the agenda is to not even associate with people that disagree with this stuff. Like you like remember that. Like that's part of it. Like it's a all. It's an all or nothing collectivist movement. You can't even be seen to be associating with these people. That's insane. Of course, it's fucking insane. Like, and so that my, that's my thought. Like, okay, I guess Patton Oswalt doesn't give a fuck about any normal person paying attention to his shit. But does he? Does anyone? Are there? Nor- does he have normal fans? I don't know. I, I'm surprised that he even has fans. And uh, Rough Girl is see. This is what I mean about normies don't know what's an NPC. Rough Girl's semi-normie. Really? She hasn't. Yeah. A non-playable character refers to a, a character that you can't play with in the game, like one of the side characters you talk to. And we use the term NPC because well, it's, it's like, like it's, they're programmable it, and they, they all do the same thing. Yeah. It's like if you go up to like an NPC, like in a video game would be like the town merchant, right? Yeah. And he only has like a set amount of dialogue options that he can say, and he just says them over and over. And so, like the reason they call the NPCs like the woke people that is because they only have just a set of talking points, and they just say it over and over like an NPC. Yeah. Like there is no human interaction; it's just like a program. Yeah, there you go. Which is a brilliant and one of the best criticisms. I and mean, when that meme came out, I was like, I, that was a really good day for me. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, you nailed it. Like, that is whoever, like, came up with that, like, whatever 4chan person came up with that, brilliant. Yeah, so thank you, Rough Girl, for saying that because that's that's one of my points. Have a regular life. Most people still don't don't know this is happening and don't know what everything is, and they're not, you know, the first time they hear about it will be the – the next time they hear about it will be the first time hearing about it. You know what I'm saying? No, and it's good. can count yourself lucky of a regular life. Yes. Um, all right, so I want to finish reading this Oswald quote and then we'll move on. Um, okay. Yeah, because <clears throat> taking a lot of the show. It's impossible. Okay, see the struggles. It's impossible to cut them off. Impossible not to be hopeful and open and cheer them on. I've also I've been carrying a lot of guilt about friends I've cut off who had views with I, which I couldn't agree with. Well, all right, this is actually pretty decent. Or change in ways I couldn't live with. Sometimes I wonder, did I and others cut them off, making it dig, making them dig their heels in deeper, fuel their... Uh, so it's like... Jesus. I could have stuck around and converted them. Not like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be alienating people because we disagree with them. Just like, if we cut them off, we can't help them. Jesus oh, my God. How is, this is, how are you in this cult and you don't realize you're in this cult? Well, because nobody in the cult realizes they are. Nobody. And that's why, I, you know what? That's why I don't want to be in a cult that just yells at this cult. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh, we just yell. Like, cause yeah. sometimes, you know, I don't want to become an NPC either where I'm just screaming out the same talking point. So that's where I'm, yeah. I, 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 I got to try to sometimes challenge. That's why I do think it's important to not go super hard, but at least question some of these thoughts. Not, not this shit, because this is like obviously bullshit, but question some of the other stuff and question, you know, because you don't want to just join another cult. No, I agree. I don't think that we have, but I, I, I see what you're saying. But the irony of these people is that they're the same ones who are ant- so anti-religious because it's like, oh, it's like this this like, collective mindset. And you don't even think for yourself. And you just have to go along with it. It's like, oof. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. To um, me, this this whole era has let religion off the hook as not actually being the cult. Because everyone just, oh, religion's been so responsible for so much evil. And it's like, well, maybe there's a bunch of evil humans that will use even if religion wasn't there would use something else as a catalyst and as an excuse in order to do all this shit and this it's kind of proved has proved it 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's it's really interesting. Like I was listening to that cynical theories thing and it was like the way they broke it down, it really did just sound like like a um branch meridian. What are they called? Bra- yeah, uh, branch, branch Davidian or yeah, yeah. branch Davidian. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, like it did sound like that Heaven's the way they talked Gate. about it. Yeah, it was like they all they believed in something and then it's just sort of become this, you know, Borg mindset and they're all just like in it and like there yeah. is no disagreeing. Like it's really a, a pretty intense uh, point of view, but it kind of made it not I don't want to say harmless because it's still very harmful, but a little easier to wrap your mind around yeah. when, when it was broken down like that for me. Jonestown, uh, Jim Jones uh, is a. Reference the rough girl said, but yeah, it's the, mm-hmm. the, does give you that cult vibe, yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, fuck fat Noswalt. Um, don't don't <laughs> keep your kid, <laughs> don't have your kids around him. Um, drinking the Kool Aid that's exactly what it is. It is drinking the Kool Aid, it's drinking that woke aid and just just sipping it up. I'm like, yes, because like there's just no that lack of humanity, man. It's like we're all I. I don't want to be somebody that's like, oh man, if somebody, if somebody does think that fucking there are 150 genders, but they're cool, oh, I'm not gonna hang out with them because they think it's, it's like, okay, I just won't have a conversation about gender with this person because we don't agree and I don't really care about. I don't even care if someone's cool, someone's cool. We're not gonna all agree about everything. We don't agree about everything. We do a show. We've done a show for over a year together now. I know you're eating, and I, I, so I got to the man. difference. The, there is a difference though when it comes to woke people because. The issue is they see absolutely everything through that lens. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying I'm not encouraging you to to break off relationships with someone if they're woke. That doesn't matter. It's just in my experience when it comes to woke people, like they're some of the most rigid and stubborn and and often like like really un um uncharitable to you mm-hmm. and your point of view about things if you don't like see the world they they the way they do so when like what, what what's fucked me up is like when things that have come up in my life that have nothing to do with uh politics or something like that well then they'll apply the privilege lens to me at like like for instance i got fired off a job for standing up for these people who were just being completely exploited like mm. the, it was these dishwashers and I, and I was shocked at how horribly they were being treated and how much dishes they were giving them. And I was like, they're going to be here for another <coughs> three and a half hours just because ba- I just know how long yeah. this is going to take because you don't have a like a they're hand washing uh, uh, all these dishes for an event that was like 400 people like yeah. multiple courses. I was I was scared disgusted and like i just i eventually just went off on the on the event organizers on just how the how horrible this is to treat people like this and then i got fired and i was talking to a friend of mine about it and he's just like yeah that sounds like privilege to me i was like me standing up for someone else because they couldn't stand up for themselves that's privilege what the fuck are you talking about man yeah and like that's that's the kind of thing where it's just like that like it's they see the it's whole dirty. world everything through that lens no matter what you say and do and however it's just like so it, it's it really is like racism it's like they can't separate you know like who your identity from anything that you do yeah and actually that, that that's where I, speaking of racism i think the concept 
Because my my assumption of the application is, well, those people didn't have the ability to stand up for themselves. And just because you had the ability to stand up for yourself, you must be in a privileged position. But here's the truth. Every motherfucker on this planet has the ability to stand up for themselves. It may not. And we're not in a country in America where if if those dishwashers would have said, fuck this, they would have been tossed in the furnace. That's not where we are. So everybody still has the ability to step up, step up or stand up for themselves. Uh, you're not a privileged person because you stood up for people. That's I, far from it, in fact, because if I losing that job cost me money that I don't have, I did yeah. it because it was the right thing to do, not because I could just go back and sit in my fucking mansion. Yeah. Like, it fucked me, but it was just wrong, and I knew it was wrong, and I stood up on their behalf. They didn't ask me to do it. They, I don't even like. I was just like, this is fucking wrong, no matter what the context is. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But anyway, that's I mean that's crazy. the point. That's not the point. Wasn't really that. The point was just how people, how like the woke people, like see the world and like will judge you and be very like cruel because that's how they see everything. But you know what? One thing I will say, and this is really to your experience, you were in one of the wokest places on earth in L.A. And then you went to Austin. It's still probably top five to ten. So there's a certain amount of like concentrated wokeness that you probably experienced that I haven't. Because yeah, there's that's a woke good people point. here. But That's they're like half-ass woke. I mean, not half-ass, three-quarter ass, because there's still some some wokeness. But it's just like, like I've been able to at least argue. Maybe because I'm black, and they're just like, I don't know what to say. But then I've been at least able to like argue people out of like die-hard positions and say, well, I guess. No, you're I've right. Been able to get those. Well, I guess. It, 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 no, it's a good point. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's like arguing with like a, like a Nazi in Berlin. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're right. It's like this is this this is the soul. This is like the hive mind of the entire organization. Yeah, okay, Absolutely, good point. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. Uh, Still, fuck those people. You know what I mean? Fuck the fuck the world. You know what I mean? Um, so the yeah. two title things are the two things that I really do want to talk about. Uh, either Antonio. Yeah, Brown, I think you're gonna have to change the title because we just talked about Pat Oswalt for an hour. Yeah, I, I'll talk Pat Oswalt. <laughs> um, but man. Did you see Antonio? I know it's sports ball. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea here. I did. I did. I, I did see it, and I do want to talk about it, but I did want to take the opportunity because we made it an hour oh, to yeah. remind everyone that we do have a Patreon, the Culture Crime Fighters Secret Identities on Patreon now. New episode is up where me and Vigilante talk more work stories like we like I just shared. Uh, they're a little more lighthearted and fun. Me and Vigilante share having awful jobs. And how bad it is. And it's really fun. $5 a month gets you four extra shows a month. They're all an hour long and they're all really good. Take a look. Yeah. So sports ball. Huh. It's not going to let me say the change. Man, so StreamYard is really, it makes me want to pay for it less that like I can't even save the changes. You can't do it now. You can do it afterwards. Okay. So sports ball. As we know, football, it ain't ballet. They've changed the rules. They've made it a little less uh, contact. Uh, but it's still still really violent game. And mm-hmm. I say all that to say this. If you don't know, the, the I almost called him Pittsburgh, even though he hasn't been in Pittsburgh forever. Antonio Brown, former Buccaneers receiver, had this uh, kind of famous meltdown on Sunday where he left the game. He threw his jersey into the crowd, and he walked into the tunnel. And he left the game, and then after the game, the coach said uh, they're cut, even though I don't think it works like that. So he may have to take some time before he's officially cut. Um, 
but he's yeah, off, he's it, off the team. He's so off the team that he couldn't fly back with. Yeah, he didn't fly back. He didn't fly back. They wouldn't let him. Not that he yeah. didn't. They they didn't let him. He they just they're like, all right, you're stuck here now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, yeah. why did you did you explain like exactly what happened? Well, what happened is the <laughs> the, the the whole controversy came over whether or not he, he had an ankle injury, and the trainer and the coach thought he was faking it, and they cut him, and so he left. Well, that's not I how he I got, heard it. I heard he got uh, cut at the or they at the moment said, you know, what, we're not going to let you or some shit where he was basically cut then, and that's why he left. Other people said that just the issue itself is why he left. Um, I, I, what I heard was that they wanted him to play. Yeah, he said, "I don't want to play," and they said, "You have to play." And then that's when he went on the field and made that big protest, and then they cut him. Yeah, I heard that he said, I don't want to play. And they say, listen, you're, you're, you're going to fucking play or we'll cut you. And he said, fine, sort of thing. Uh, okay. I mean, so some variation, yeah, similar, some of variation of that. Basically, play or you're cut. Yeah. And he said, all right. And, he, you know, he had his, his ordeal. And, yeah, don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, and subscribe to Matt if you want to see this next week. Because I'm sure you want to see this next week. Um Subscribe and Achilles Child. That's where my point was going, man. Because everybody is uh coming at him. Even OJ. OJ said something. OJ, come on, bro. Oh, Orenthal James Simpson said that uh, that behavior was inexcusable. Inexcusable. You can't. That's the angle you want to take. You can't. OJ, after you murdered two people, I I would be like. (laughs) If it were, I'd be like, CTE does some crazy things to people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's what I'd float out I'd there. I'd be going the other way. Like, man, you know, this football's a rough game. It messes with your brain. You might do things you wouldn't normally do. You never know. That would be my angle. That would absolutely be my angle if I was o- OJ. You know what I mean? Good Lord. Like, and I played in the 70s. We didn't even have helmets. You never know, man. The you balls just, on that guy. You can just snap sometimes, man. Because people have, there are people out there who've made the excuse for OJ because they're like, ah, the CTE might have created the the frustration in his mind that where he would do something like that. And when I heard that argument, I was like, oh, that's actually not a bad point. Yeah. But OJ dispels it because there's no excuse (laughs) to walk (laughs) off the field. So I guess there's no excuse to murder your wife and a waiter then. Jesus, yeah. Golly, because, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is the wrestler, Chris Benoit, he murdered his wife. Mm-hmm. He murdered his wife and his kid. He just spazzed out. Or I was thinking about Junior Seau, who yep. was this great linebacker, one of the best one linebackers of, the best of all time, mm-hmm. and fucking shot himself in the chest with a note asking people to study his brain because he knew something was wrong. Or is that now? That's not entirely true because I did read up on this. Okay, that was apparently the intention, or his family made it, but there was no. He didn't leave a note. He left a note ah. that had. It, but it was a it was a, a lyrics to a country song that a friend of his wrote about right. how it was about a guy who uh, regretted who he became as a person or something to that effect. But mm-hmm. no, that was not true. Apparently, that was some that might have been that someone else, ne- but it wasn't Junior Seau because I looked that up just ah. the other night. Thank you for looking that up. I should do research and shit. And thank you for correcting me. So I'm not. That's all right. It's Alex Jones and the show. But who's the other guy? That's uh, Aaron Hernandez and like, yeah, Aaron Hernandez. But yeah, he killed multiple people. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you know, we see, we do see some extreme violence from football players. Now, is that because they're violent people, or is it because of the CTE? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 
that hit that Va- Vontae's perfect that uh was Achilles Child reference is really vicious. Like even for the era, because he's getting kind of pushed and he's going to one. Oh, you have it queued up. There you go. That's good production. Yeah, baby. So uh, this is so and so. Well, people are speculating that Antonio Brown like behaved like this, and he hasn't been the same ever since this hit. And then when you hear that, and then you see the hit, you're like, oh, okay. And it's not only that he had he had already played seven eight <laughs> years in the league had already been a standout wide receiver seventeen no seven or eight before this oh, hit oh okay like before this oh, hit oh before this hit yeah, so yeah, yeah my, no, my point is it wasn't like he was a rookie player got hit and then lost it he had already had an established personality he may have been arrogant but he wasn't crazy he didn't do all these acting out didn't have all these incidents off the field he was just mm-hmm. a guy another guy in the NFL who was a standout wide receiver. And then this hit happens, and he's never been the same since. He's he's in the middle of the field. Yeah, you'll see. So you can't really see it there. It just happened in the middle. Yeah. But I was going to show the replay is kind of disturbing. Yeah. And you can see he had trouble getting up, and he was yeah. He was and then, up. and the, he he like ragdolled like he went down hard. Yes. I honestly have never seen a hit this vicious uh, that I could think of offhand. I mean, I know Heinz Ward did, did, oh, threw yeah. that block on that Bengal guy who broke his jaw and ruined he his career. He did do that. I do remember that. Yeah, those crack back blocks. And actually, to further the story, a Pittsburgh player, Juju Sheesh, uh I always fuck up his name, but actually got that same guy in a future game with one of those type of Heinz Ward blocks. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. That's a kind of a Heinz Ward had a lot of plays like that. As good as he was, he's pretty dirty. Yeah, those like hidden blocks where he would just basically crack a guy's head. Open it it was essentially looking. a hit from the back, but he knew exactly like the blind spot where legally <laughs> it wasn't, but it was. Yeah, because it, it was basically a hit from the side. Mm-hmm. You hit from the side, and you could tell because they have helmets, so they can't really they don't have peripheral vision like that, so you can tell they right. can't see. And he was and looking the other direction. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty vicious block, um, but this is the hit and you know cl- like replay. Yeah. Right. right here. Goes across the middle. And then here it goes. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh dude. You it's see from this angle? Yeah. Oh, man. That's all head. It's That's a, a really bad hit. Like, yeah. He hits him full on with the shoulder pad in the head. Yeah. And completely defenseless. He didn't even see this guy. No. Like, no. just boom. Oh, and look how his head just bangs around. Like, wow. That is such a bad hit. Yeah. Ooh. That's America. He didn't break his neck. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, right. It's a testament to, like, just how athletic and strong he is. But, oh, my yeah. God. Like, just damn near killed him. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to fuck with someone's personality. I mean, that that's uh, very reasonable to conclude that that had something to do with why he's yeah acting it's, out. Cuz that's spawn. That's like 3 or 4 maybe it's been like time keeps flying maybe but 5 years from now. But like uh uh rough girl said he's been talking crazy shit on Twitter for years. I mean, a lot of that came after that hit. That's kind of the the And I'm not the only one. A lot of people have that theory. A lot of people have that theory. And I, I know we're not sports wars, Kelly Child. We're doing our best. Um, I, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Theisman's leg. That was pretty bad. Or 
if you're for legs, fucking uh, Willis McGahee in the national championship, his fucking leg went just the wrong direction. He was still, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, man, I'm not saying just show sympathy. I don't think, I'm not a person that believes mental illness is an excuse to do crazy shit. But like, people are talking, oh, he shouldn't be, in, like, he, he doesn't deserve the privilege of the league. And I'm thinking like, you know, he probably shouldn't fucking play football anymore because all he's doing is, is giving himself more concussions. Football's a monkey's paw. It's we all it's it, we look at it as a privilege. It is no. I just football. that's not where I when you said monkey, it wasn't the first thing oh, I thought geez. of. Oh, I just I'm sorry. I was like, what did he just say? Bigot monkey's paw. If you don't know what a monkey's paw is, it's like something you you make a wish, but there's a negative consequence. You, you get your wish, but you get a, a negative consequence. So that's what yeah, I mean by monkey's it's paw. It's a short story. I'm sorry I was in a room full of alt-right racists that they only think one thing when they hear monkey. Stop Excuse it. Me. Stop uh, it. But no, it's a monkey's part. It's something that, yeah, there's this great um, benefit to playing in the NFL. You get millions of dollars. You, you know, you're world famous. But there's a toll that happens to your body and your mind. And there have been lots of people throughout history. You know, they get older. They can barely walk. They can barely move. It's not like somebody brought up AC Milan. It's not like, you know, European football. I know uh, Citadel calls it gay rugby, but like pro football, boxing, MMA, even hockey, these type of sports, man, they, they fuck you up. You're not See, I wasn't the, the only one. She said, thank goodness you said monkey paws. See, I'm not the only one. Fucking oh even rough goodness. girl thought it. Fucking call me a racist. Jeez. How dare you? Um uh, No, but, but yeah. th- no, it's true. It's like there was, who's that guy? Uh, Mark Gastineau? Uh, one of the New York Sack Exchange from the eighties. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he regrets ever playing. Yeah. He says he wish he never played. Because he probably fucked himself up. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was an ESPN uh, thirty for thirty documentary uh, called Broke. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen Broke before. Dude, it was something literally where it's like almost everyone who plays professional sports ends up losing all their money. Yeah, like seventy percent. Yeah, it was like 75. It was a lot. It, it was, was a it lot. Was incredible. Incredibly high. I, shit, I remember, and, and you might think, oh, well, they all fucking just buy watches and shit. No, a lot. Most of the time, they're getting ripped off by family and friends. That was part of it. A lot of it is you don't realize how much they pay in taxes because, yeah. like, it's salary. So it's like, it's not like capital gains where, like, you're making money on investments or whatever. Like, it's it's a paid salary. So you have this, and you're in this huge tax bracket because of that. So you give so much of it back. Then you have to give your lawyers, you have to give your rate, your agents. There's like all these fees and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. so much money that just, it's these giant contracts, and they get less than half of that, which, okay, I'm not going to cry for them but it it really was and like they're also their kids like 22 yeah do you remember being 22 if someone just handed you 10 million dollars would you you know put it in an ira fund and like you know what i mean (laughs) drive drive a civic probably not i wouldn't have yeah and then you have like some of these people are taking care of like 30 40 people like family friends yeah there's that too Deion Sanders, one of the greatest players of all time, said back when he was playing, he was like suicidal depressed because he had to take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. And just that, I just the idea is like, well, if I don't get interceptions this year, my family's not going to eat. Like 30 people won't have food. And that's, yeah. And I'm now, 25 kind of, years old. I think that's a cultural thing. Like, I, I think there's like the, hey, we all come up together kind of thing where it's like, I yeah. don't really, you don't really have an obligation to do that. Like, I mean, you can help out your mom. 
you know what I mean? And maybe like your nephews or something, but like everyone you know should not be relying on you. To I make, agree with that. Yeah, like that's crazy. But that's a, there's a lot of but people who think like that. It happens. I mean, or you see even, rappers with entourages and shit like that. It's a thing. Uh, or Bernie Kosar, his dad took his money. He just ripped him off. Yeah, there's that, that too. too. Use your family. Oh, I'll, I'll have my, my cousin or my auntie or my dad or my mom be my manager. And they're just as bad as somebody you don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you know, it's just bad investments and you know, people don't like who like Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, <laughs> like these guys worth like half a billion from, yeah. from fights. They lose it all. Yeah. Fucking. And again, they're punch drunk. Fucking Evander yep. Holyfield was putting multiple bowling alleys in his fucking house. Multiple? So I mean, I'm not saying feel sorry for these people. They are making incredibly bad decisions, but they are also like fucking up their quality of life you know what i mean lebron james he plays basketball that's like eh, you're not gonna fuck up your quality of life with basketball basketball baseball soccer i would trade places with those motherfuckers in a heartbeat but football i don't know I don't yeah know I, I, would... I always thought i would too but the the level of competition you are existing at all the time like i think yeah. that takes a, a special kind of person i don't think that's just because you can do it means you can compete at that level like you need to be like a samurai yes you know you out really for do. blood all the time like i i don't know I, it just that sounds like it's a stressful life it is it, it is and I'm, I'm not sure if it would like if it's actually worth it to to not just deal with that stress that that need to be at a surf, certain level just to be baseline mm-hmm. uh but I just mean, again, having your pick of the cost. litter of supermodels might take your mind off it for a while. But that's a gift and a curse because those supermodels. That's true start, too. You know, all those hot supermodels that you were bedding today are asking for child support tomorrow. That's a great point. Actually, I was listening to it was I think it was Ryan Long was talking about it, and there was like some girl out there who put out like a TikTok on basically how like teaching other women how to yeah. trick athletes into like getting them pregnant so that they can. And this chick was smoking. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I see how that could happen. She's like, yeah, and athletes are kind of dumb. Like, so she was, I you think know. I saw that. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that? I can't, it I was think like, her name it. was Barbie something. She was insanely hot. So it's just like, you, you kind of think, like, oh, it won't be me. But then it would, it could totally be. It would be me. It yeah. would definitely be me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who was that? Uh, Antonio Cromartie? The former yeah, uh, cornerback for the Jets and the Chargers had like 16 kids or 17 kids. Yeah, or some shit like that. Jesus Christ. Wrap it up, dude. After I mean, five, get the vasectomy. After bro. five? I mean, like how many goddamn kids do you have to have before you're like, uh, maybe I should kind of watch my own ass here? Yeah, man. I can see you just like – because, I mean, they a lot of them popped up pretty quick because you could have like three or four kids. You could, you, you could potentially have all 16 in one year. If, depending on how, how how much you're getting, you know what I'm saying? Very easily. In the Instagram era, you know, there's all these different girls in your DMs, you flying yeah. different thoughts out. Yeah, I think that would I, that's where I would get in trouble. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, uh, I know myself. I had 100% that's where I'd get in trouble. So I don't know if I trade places that with, with them. As I've gotten older, a little wiser, I it, it like I said, Basketball, you don't fuck up your life with basketball. There's no basketball players who can't remember their, you know, their their kids' names and shit. 
Well, I told like, you like when I when I fucking when I hung out with DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, but when I was in the same room as him, um, but uh, but it was like he was so competitive. Like I tell that story about. Um, it was like a dinner party that I was bartending, and then they eventually asked me to sit down, which was like, <laughs> I felt like I felt like a kid at the adult table. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, they, he wanted to, DiCaprio wanted to play that celebrity game where you like give clues to who the celebrity is, and then you like you know in like a set amount of time, and then you get points and like whoever wins. But it was like a nice dinner party. But he was so competitive, like he wanted <laughs> he wanted to win in that room. It was like mostly like girls. It was like. The Hilton sisters were there. Like, it wasn't like a bunch of dudes. It was like, but he's just one of those guys. It was just like, like the agent, <clears throat> the agent who hired me to do that job said, like, the night of the Golden Globes, like, when he lost and whoever the other guy won was at the, the whatever their house, he wouldn't even, DiCaprio wouldn't even look at the other guy because he, because <laughs> he beat it. Like, that's how competitive he is. It's like, <laughs> He's one of the, I mean, well, you hear the same shit about Jordan. You hear the same shit about anybody that's great. I think you you were mm-hmm. on something earlier, man. Like, it's a different mindset. Like, you can't just be, oh, I'll just be a guy. It's like, no, you have to be so next level competitive. You have to have something about you that is so extreme in order to succeed at that level that that extremeness is going to be in other elements of your life, whether you want it to be or not. Yeah, like I heard my buddy told me about uh, Will Smith, like not that he knew him, just that he read this interview or whatever. But it was like Will Smith was saying, like if he's at the tre- if he's at the gym and he's on the treadmill, he has to be going faster than the guy next to him. Like he has to stay on longer. He has to work out harder. It's like <laughs> all the time you got to be that competitive. But then you look at like how successful these guys are, and you're like, I guess that's what it takes. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Fizz Chozo has to go. Uh, uh... I appreciate you, Fish Chels. Always Later, speaking homie. Jordan, uh, Killy Child. Yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, subscribe to the Patreon, Fizz. And subscribe to Fizz. He has a channel. Uh, oh, Leo, take things personally, as the Michael Jordan quote goes. I took it personally, <laughs> and I took that personally. Yeah. Um, I, it seems like it, according to that that Golden Globe story. That's great. Speaking of which, um, that let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It said I, I read this in the DiCaprio his. The movie he's in now, the Don't Look Up movie, mm-hmm. uh, a pe- which apparently is just a one-note, ham-fisted COVID-like uh, analogy. Oh, it's just all about the coof and just like, oh, yeah. And it says, a Don't Look Up has ruined Leonardo DiCaprio's nearly decade-long fresh acting streak. What that means is every movie he's been in up until now has had a, a a fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually incredibly impressive. That's like very hard to do. Like you got to give him some credit, not just at picking roles, but at at, at uh, even though even with Rotten Tomatoes being as corrupt and and janky as it is, I'm still very much impressed by that. I think most people universally like Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't I, really I think you know it's not really. He's not a polarizing guy. I mean, he's really into the climate change, but it's just the one thing. And he he doesn't he he does like he seems very genuinely active in it. He doesn't yeah. seem condescending or preachy or I feel like I'm not overwhelmed with it. It doesn't seem like he picks like political projects. You know, like it's like all right, that's his hobby. He's gonna save the world. Okay, it never bothered me. 
Um, but it says the mixed reviews for new Netflix film Don't Look Up have spoiled DiCaprio's untarnished reputation on Rotten Tomatoes, having ended a streak of nearly 10 years worth of fresh acting credits. Uh, DiCaprio stars in the movie as Dr. Randall, Randall Mindy. Ew, that's a terrible name. Dr. Yeah, Randall is. Mindy, as an astronomy professor who, along with an astronomy grad student, Kate DiBiaschi, Jennifer Lawrence, discovers there is a comet heading towards Earth. <clears throat> and as you can read in this metaphor, the comet is the coof. Oh. Yep. Together they embark on a media tour to warn the world, despite the fact the world doesn't really seem to give two hoots. Get That's it? not how they reacted at all to the coof. Like well, the evil right wing did. The evil oh, right wing did. Oh, yeah. The few states mm -hmm. on Earth where everyone else on Earth was locked down. Great. Yeah. While the movie has been widely praised for its not so subtle message about the dangers of ignoring climate change. Oh, is it about oh, climate change? I thought it was the coof. Uh, uh, as a piece, uh, that does make a little bit more sense. Because because it's, uh, it's him. Also, that's the thing he's all about. I was just saying how he doesn't make political movies. Mm -hmm. uh, as a piece of cinema, things have been a little bit more divided. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it aggregates uh, reviews to, to give viewers a bit of an overall consensus. The film is a mediocre score of 56, uh, 232 reviews. Hmm. Um, the last one he was in was The Great Gatsby, 48%, which was dog okay. shit. Did you see that movie? All I saw was memes. I didn't see the movie. Fucking trash bag, dude. <laughs> That Just remember the Jay Z so and Leonardo, not Leonardo, Jay Z and Justin Timberlake song. I don't remember uh, the movie. I didn't. I didn't really want to see it. I mean, I love that book, and it was un. I walked out. It was unwatchable. <laughs> and I got. I mean, it was unwatchable. Like it. The edits. It was like every four seconds there was an edit. It was like a music video. It was so frenetic. It never slowed down. It was so ridiculous. Like it was trying to be like the Roaring Twenties, but it was like a hip hop video. I was like, what? Uh, is this movie it was hot hot garbage the great gatsby yeah. maybe they were trying to get that lightning in a bottle that was the um what was that uh romeo and juliet in the 90s <laughs> rough girl look at leo yep he could get it <laughs> man there's something about you ever see bezos's girl stare at him uh yeah no the dude's ma magnetic it's like something about him and, and women, man. Good Lord. And that Bezos one, that was a red pilling moment. That just shows you, you can literally be one of the richest fucker on earth, but Leonardo DiCaprio can still fuck your bitch. And there's Dude, nothing chick, you can do about it. DiCaprio's chick is maybe the most gorgeous woman I've ever looked at in my entire life. This one, this month, that's always the case no matter who the fuck she is. I know, but this one is just buh. Nana's like her body, her everything. She is. It was to look at her face. Like I looked at her face, like face to face. I was just in my head. I'm like, I love you. You know what I mean? Like you just <laughs> fall immediately for her. She's just. It's shockingly gorgeous. It was. And now, I look her up. It. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't think of her. Yeah, Camilla Maroney. Oh, holy Jeez. hell! Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's nuts. Damn, she man. was pretty cool. I mean, she was actually really nice. She wasn't stuck up or anything. Yeah. She was pretty funny. Yeah, her mom was there too, and her mom was hot. So, yeah, good genetics. Well, she's got to be funny because she could be replaced. She better be funny, charming. She, she listen. Bro, you're not gonna be stuck up. DiCaprio was just like he didn't like. She was outside doing karaoke, 
and just say, Leo, Leo, like come out there and he just walked right on by and did not give a shit. I was like, yeah, that's this guy. He's such a baller. Didn't he's care. built different. Like people is, say that phrase, that fucker's built different. That, that's yeah. built different. He's the Tom Brady of getting pussy. Like that. He's just, he's just the Tom Brady of that town too. Like I've been around so many super famous people, and like even he, like almost every time I ever saw him, he had the hat low. Like he, he, like he didn't even in his own crowd, he stands out too much. Jeez. Well, part of it because he, is he's tall. I'm looking when you say her body is perfect. I mean, hold on. Let me let's share the screen. I feel like it's really? mathematically perfect. Like did that? I don't. Did God give everyone this? Because I don't think they did. Oh, she's nuts, dude. Look at this. Yeah. It doesn't even look real. Look at the kind of no. just. And her mouth, just, her face. It's just, she's, it's God. insane. I want to be Leo when I grow up, bro. Yeah, me too. We got to get more successful. And I got to get in better shape. Well, at least dad bod shape. He's just a dad bod. You can tell he couldn't give a fuck less. He doesn't care. He doesn't he care. He doesn't have to care. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what makes it so awesome. He yeah. doesn't have to care. He's doesn't with this matter. hot super supermodel. One of the most beautiful <clears throat> yep. women I've ever seen in my life. Easily. And he's just like, oh, God. He hey, just, just he... not affected. Like I told you, she he was tr- she was trying to make him jealous by flirt with me. Cause he just wasn't paying attention to her because he just doesn't care. Because he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't can, give a shit. He could he could get a new one tomorrow. He already has her. He does he already does. He's got I mean, it's he's you know he's probably got them like like a like a farm team just waiting. <laughs> farm system. Yeah, that's what it you seems know. like, man. Because he fuck he was fucking that one AT and T girl like way back before no oh, one knew who she was. That's Kelly Brooke. Is, is that her name? No, no. Oh, I think it's someone uh, else. It's like Vanya or something. Or yeah, like, whoever uh, she was with the fucking oof. big tiggo bitties. Oh my god, her and, body is nuts. Yeah, man. See, this is the thing, Sean Connery versus Applesauce. Usually, I would say it's too skinny, but she's one of those skinny but still has hips, mm-hmm. still has chest. I don't care has if it's natty or not. She just has that shape. That like, would you? Would you? Would it, if you? If you had your pick, would it be the AT and T girl or this one? I'm not. I'm sorry to be like a um, ageist bigot, but she's younger and more attractive currently. So, right now, it would be her. It would probably be her too, just because she's so beautiful too. Like it would just be yeah. such a surreal thing. But that other eighteen T girl is bananas. She's super thick. Yeah, she's super thick. Cosmic Fuse is an eighteen T girl. Nine times out of ten, I would say that. But like, the farm team is <sighs> called high school. But what it is is like he has these <laughs> chicks ready, but they're usually like twenty two, twenty four. So it's mm-hmm. like they're already ready. Yep. He, maybe he is scouting them at high school and says, you know, when you get twenty two. If you haven't fucked your body up, slide the DM. He probably doesn't even say shit. He probably has like a like a uh, you know like a whole yeah. division of DiCaprio Incorporated that just like takes care of this for him, and then yeah. just pre- presents him with a handful of finalists, and he just picks one. <laughs> probably is exactly it. You know, that's exactly it. Yeah. Well, we've been uh, simping for a little while for some gorgeous girls. Yeah. Just wishing we were Leo. So yeah. from one from real life Superman. To actual Superman. Ah, look at that segue. What a that's, professional. That's how we segue. So there's a bonding in the comics article. It is uh, not Bible long, but it's a lot of stuff. So I, I, if it's okay, 
I wanted to get into the the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of what's going on. So, um, first off, I guess it looks like he, there's red. A <laughs> consecration. This stream took a weird turn. Yeah, it did. As a as opposed to all the other streams that don't. Well, that's what I like about this show that we do. That like sometimes we'll just go off on a tangent about football or DiCaprio's hot girlfriend. Like I, I kind of like that. I think that's fun. Yeah. So it looks like he was in. Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to get the exact thing of what was going on, but he had some uh, low grade kryptonite that it didn't kill him. Did he have a muted. kryptonite butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. So he so Superman is without his powers because of low grade kip, kryptonite, um, and they brought him to the camp. He was held for eight months, starvation. What? Yes, Superman, starvation. Eight doctor, months. Eight months. Good lord. Yes, this wasn't a one time thing. Uh, wait a second. Eight months of being used as a propaganda tool to prove the weakness of the West. Wait, so is this anti-commie propaganda or pro? It's it's pro buck-breaking Superman, which I never thought I would ever say that sentence ever. Um, that because that's where we haven't gotten to the point. Like, we're j- there's a lot of jokes. Oh, Superman got great. Like, no, it's See, I heavily also- implied. I know. Sorry, I, I just didn't mean to cut you off there. But I don't like the face that they put on Superman. Like, I don't like the sad face. Like, if he's the if he's Superman, right? He's the toughest man ever. Like, wouldn't you want to just see a defiant look on his face, or like just like a like a muted, like I'm not giving you anything kind of yeah. look? Like him being broken is is really very depressing. Yeah. It makes it's like well what they're trying to do is break the mail. This is this yeah. is their symbolism for breaking the mail. I know that could be hyperbolous, but who for who wrote this? This was them. We are trying to break the mail. So the mail this is after eight months of being starved and forced, this is Superman broken. Because you're right. Super if if this is a real Superman story, even without his power. Superman himself would like not kneel. It would be like fuck that. Yeah, like gonna... even if he went down, like there's the there's a Superman dies comic from the '90s, you know, mm-hmm. where he fights Doomsday, and you know it's a tragedy. You know he's bro- he's slumped, uh, slumped, broken, and everyone's just like it's horrible. But they they maintain the integrity of the character. This they they've robbed him of his dignity. Yeah. And I mean, I know that was the point, but it's still just depressing to see. You know what I mean? It is still Superman, for God's sake. It's like, for fuck's sake. I, I guess, you know what, when they made him, because this is Clark Kent Superman, by the way. I know I should do tons of research and shit, but like, I work a trillion hours. Um, so you would think, you know, okay, they, they made Sun Gay, made him Superman, they did all that, and that would be enough, but it's not. They have to break him physically and t- literally like you said take his dignity mm-hmm. um so i do want to read more panels because i do want to get to the the infamous part that's kind of uh they did things so that's what central general saying so like you said i was held for eight months starvation indoctrination forced labor held to be a used as a propaganda tool for the weakness of the west but i'm superman right superman's invulnerable superman can survive anything that was the lie i told myself every night wow. as he looks broken in this corner but every day 
They would drag me into the interview room every day. They left me exposed and vulnerable. And every day for eight months, they, they did things to me. They did things to me while I was forced to look at him. I guess this is uh, Nikolai Kozlov, the, uh, was this, the Sharonav, the devil of Lubania, the man who single-handedly caused the deaths of thousands of people simply because no one cared enough to stop him. Because he's probably the orange man thing. But yeah. So you're so you're reading into it that he was raped. Every day. This is the actual quote. Every day, for eight months, they dot dot dot. They did things to me. I absolutely yeah. think that's the implication. It does seem like it. I mean, look at his face. Yes. Right, because it's like yeah. Right here, his face. Seems there's like enough. There's enough plausible deniability from their point, from their part of point of view, but it does. <laughs> Highly suggest it. Or did the um, the in too deep thing where they use this as the you know. They put this up the ass basically. I should have been more subtle, but I wasn't. So they just strip him and then shove a, a stick in his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, like I said, like you know, even when they killed Superman, like they maintained his dignity, they kept the integrity of the character. You know, like it was it was for the fans. This is clearly one of those things where they're doing it simply to embarrass the character, to embarrass the fans, to you know, hum, you know, humiliate the West. The funny thing about it is, is that they're the same people that would argue there's you know homosexuality this that and how having sex with a man there's nothing wrong with this that and the other it's like yet then you humiliate him by having him be anally raped why would yeah. that be a bad why is that a bad thing i mean according to your worldview like that's something to be embraced and then be proud of but it's like so what is what are you what is your point of view it's like the same people that like mock you know masculinity and you know guys who like you know uh would not like this and be like well i bet you can't even get laid it's like Wait, how is that not toxic masculinity? What you like, like from your worldview, like you mocking someone from not being able to have sex? Wouldn't that yeah. fall into the category of toxic masculinity? It's like they they totally use the things that they claim are part of the their their, their enemy as an attack on their enemy. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, I've pointed it out in the past. Where they, yeah, they'll say something. Uh, where it's like, oh, you're not a real man, or you're feminine. They'll attack men and say like, oh, they're feminine, but at the same time, you're encouraging like homosexuality yeah. and all this other stuff. Uh, but Shark County versus Applesauce asking logical questions. Where the fuck is the Justice League? Superman's just been captured for eight months. Green huh. Lantern doesn't show up. Batman doesn't show up. No one says, hey, where the fuck is Superman? Flash can't help. Wonder Woman isn't is busy. You know, nobody for eight months could find this motherfucker. For fuck's sake. Yeah. But, if, I, but I guess, you know. I just saw that Gary's going live on his nooner. Stick yeah. with us. Another 20 minutes. 20 Please. more minutes. Then you go hang out with Gary. Just Please give do. us a, a little more time. Yes. Don't leave us. No, we need you. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, yeah, that's kind of right up their alley. <laughs> uh, but that's exactly what they fucking face. do. Uh, that's their thing. I mean, this is it's right in line with everything they've done in comic books and mass media, you know, as long as they've been at the helm. True. But something feels different about this. Like, 
Like they you never... know what? Something is different about this, and it's prompting people to respond. So I actually have another article that's very, that's right in line with this, and it says. Uh, Chuck Dixon says changing American icons like Superman and Captain America to fit modern times is a crime. It kind of is. Oh, it I is, mean, but it's a culture crime. A hundred percent. But the reason why I bring it up is because it's the same thing as that guy who was a comic like writer or inker or whatever, who, who said, no, uh, Cap, uh, uh Superman's truth, justice in the American way is his motto. Like, mm. uh, like when they, they, this is almost like a bridge too far. Like taking down Superman is prompting responses from people who have been quiet about this for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Dixon isn't he known to be kind of a? I'm trying to think who's Chuck Chuck Dixon. I feel like I know that name, and I can't think if he's he's cool a comic comic book writer. Yeah, he wrote uh, something important though, and I can't Punisher. Think is it Punisher? Uh, Is he a Punisher it says, uh, yeah, he wrote, uh, worked uh, on Punisher, uh, Batman, Nightwing, and Robin in the 90s and 2000s. Okay. So okay. he's not, he's no slouch. He's a real comic book contributor. Yeah. I mean, he worked on the Punisher in the 90s. That's like vintage Punisher. Yeah, it's kind of like the Punisher's heyday, really. Yeah, that's that's the shit that I used to read when I was a kid. That's some yeah. badass stuff. I love that stuff. Um so recently, we showed you what Superman co-creator Jerry Siegel thought of his character standing for American Way and why he approved of that. His words come from a 40-year-old interview but have new resonance today when DC Comics is changing and misusing the Man of Steel. Uh, well, another writer who knows a thing or two about the publisher and their characters <clears throat> went into further detail as to why Superman is such a pure American hero who would never turn his back on those principles. Nice. In episode 83 of his Q&A series, writer Chuck Dixon devoted an entire video to the essence of comics' first superhero and one of USA's biggest icons and what his origins have to do with the experience of the Jewish-American creators in the 1920s and during World War II. Yeah. It's funny that, that element's never brought about because, like, he was made by Jewish people in the 30s who had a... The whole point of Superman was that he was an immigrant. They were Jewish immigrants, and they wanted to kind of capture that in allegory. They didn't want to be overt, and so they they that's that element is never thought of. They just think of him as this white symbol, which you know he is white, but it's like the whole point was that he was a, a immigrant. He could be from anywhere. So well, he's an American symbol, which is that's an American the most symbol. important. Yeah, yeah, he he's the he is the symbol of America. When you talk about like. If you look at different cultures and like different cultures have different like little symbol symbology to them, you know what I mean? Symbology. The Egyptians What's the have symbology like there? symbology. That's what that's the right word. You bigot symbolism. The word you were but yeah, for but they do. They have symbolism. different like. If you look at you, we have a thought of what in our head what Egyptian culture looks like, even if we are ancient Egyptian culture. There's different little pyramids and all sorts of shit. I'm not going into the Illuminati shit, such a deal, though. I'm just talking about that's what the culture looks like. We know with the Sphinx, there are certain characters and shit that just are a part of that culture. Superman is like that for America. He's like one of those things that there's the bald eagle, there's the flag, and Superman. You can only go so far before you get to Superman. That's true. Uh, and I mean, truth, justice in the American way is yeah. pretty American. It's the I he's the idealistic version of the American dream. He's what we all wish we could be. Just this benevolent, 
superhero, the Superman, and just to break him, it's like, did you really have to do this? Yeah, I, I get did. it, I get, I get it, but it's like, why did you think that that would be sacred to them? I wouldn't think you would think I wouldn't think they would go this far, and I know it, it sounds crazy, like there's there is no limits, but it's just like. You had to. What was the point? What did you you, said you woke up one day like you know what we could do? We can rape Superman. Yeah, we can. Let's do it. Fucking patriarchal white male symbol of the patriarchy. I think it's interesting to me as somebody who uh who kind of thinks like you know uh, unfortunately a lot of black people think white people live in Disney movies. Bye, rough girl. White, oh, bye, rough girl. Bye. Uh, Superman was always gay. Uh, <laughs> I swear, uh, in public outfits, changing flamboyant man. I mean, it's something, to, whatever. That's pretty. But funny. like, as a black man, I have an interesting thought because, like I said, a lot of unfortunately, a lot of my people think that white people just live in this like crazy Disney movie happy, happy land. And it's interesting to see something that I like. If this was a black character, a lot of people would complain. Like, this is buck breaking because it is. This is actually the symbology of bug breaking, but they're doing it with the the most bug American breaking? buck breaking b u c k breaking. Okay, buck buck breaking. Uh, it's a, it's a slavery term. You can look it up on your own. It's pretty fucked up stuff. Um, but that's exactly what they're doing to Superman. They are breaking his manhood in this very public way because they mm. knew this would pick up. Uh, even if no one reads their fucking comics now, they knew that something like this. Uh, would get a start, so they're like, it's like, ugh. I can I can believe you did it, but I can't at the same time. And I would be a- surprised if they didn't, honestly. Like if like they already made his son gay. Yeah, I thought they would stop there. I thought they got what they wanted. Like, all right, you already got what you wanted with this character. Move on, but they're like, nah, not no. you. We have something special for you. No, it's almost the most important. Right, because yeah. it's the most it's the most important symbol, and it's the one that's pure, like the purest and pure American. It's like you have to break it down. Like that's by their worldview. Like what they like, it would be weird if they found it sacred to me. I'd be like, why do they have respect for this? I mean, not that even would find confuse it. me. I guess I'm not even saying find it sacred, but it's like it feels like they went above and beyond. Like they have a normal playbook. They went deep. No pun intended in that playbook for this one. Just because I, I don't remember them doing this to any other character. Like, I will, you know, I say that they did make, um, they made Wolverine gay. They made Wolverine gay. But again, Cyclops. it wasn't, it, they made Wolverine and Cyclops gay. And then they made Captain um, America as a Nazi. Captain America, not, but like they I didn't mean, sexually assault them. That just seems like a new level of meanness. It's but, one thing to yeah. make them gay, or they made Star Lord gay. And that's an example of what you're talking about. They're trying to make fun of uh, what's his name, Chris Pratt, by making this character gay. But I thought being yeah. gay was what you wanted, so yeah. Right. But like, it's one thing to make a character gay. It's another thing to just to to literally take his manhood like this. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that, that they've ramped it up. Um, yeah. But it's still, to me, it's exactly in line with what they do. Like, I, I I'm not surprised by it. I'm I'm bothered that 
uh, you know, DC Comics has been so so completely hijacked that they would allow this to happen. That we live in a world where this happens. Like, and like we're talking about the normies. Like, I think if you went, if I went back and told my dad about this, like, he probably it would probably be just so like upsetting. He'd just be like, ah, like he wouldn't even be able to be like, you know, like to process it. You know? Yeah. You, you, like, yeah, just, he was... just ignore it. Just look the other way. Yeah. And geez, uh fucking cosmic fusion. Calling it now, they can have Superman join the sun and say, Oh, Jesus Christ, Cosmic. All right, man. Take it easy. (laughs) He was asking for it in that cape. I don't know what's going on, man. This, to me, is just, this was a step too too far. It's one, like I said, changing everyone into your, you know, changing the world versus your ideals and making everyone, you know, uh, trans woman of color. That's annoying it in and of itself. That's not understandable, but okay, I've gotten used to that. But now we're at the point where we're just going to take characters and just torture them and assault them for the sake of doing it. Now we're in a different place. Now it's like, wow, this is really like they're not they're not resting on their laurels, are they? They're going to just wrap it up to the next. So is this going to be the new norm? Is every character going to take it up the poop shoot? From now on, forcefully. Wouldn't it be great if Henry Cavill's like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, if he was, like, public about it, that would rule. I would love that. I would love would somebody great. saying, okay, listen, this was too much. That, that would was be awesome. I, anybody. Anybody publicly saying, listen, this is Superman. You didn't have to do that. That was hitting below the belt. So when did this, when did this story break? Because maybe we will. You know, maybe this story will develop. When did this come out? Uh, well, yeah, because I don't know. It's, you know. This could be for a comic that hasn't even dropped yet because it could be like uh, earlier. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm actually reading this article. I probably should read this article. Let me read it. All right, yeah, go back, yeah. Um, Or at least read some of it. Oi, fucking vey. So it it was not an accidental buck breaking. It was a legitimate buck breaking. Uh, it's uh, according to twelve years of slave screenplay playwriter turned comics author John Ridley. Oh. So when I said buck breaking, oh wow, I was you not, you nailed I, it. I hit that bitch on the head. That's exactly what this was. Wow. His decision to pen a story for DC Comics in which Superman is implied to be have. Implied to have been sexually tormented during one of his previous Silver Age adventures was made in order to provide um, commentary on his personal perception. The prevailing culture in the country uh, is when bad things happen to people who are traditionally marginalized. There's this feeling of, okay, we get it. It was wrong. Let's just move on. What What else are we supposed to do? Like, what? Is your other solution that we go back 200 years and what, like, exhume the body and, and, and put it in a museum? Like, what what possible solution is there to the fact that there were horrors in the world is to just, what, remember them every day, all day, and never progress and never move forward and, and never separate, your, like, the, the past from the future forever? Yeah, so that way you'll always feel uh, down and you'll always vote Democrat. Yeah, there's no yeah exactly. There's no there's no power play here whatsoever. It's got nothing to do with weaponizing the status of of you know your relatives from back in the day. Yeah, okay. This is a uh, you know what I get to buck break uh, the whitest white man I can. That's that was the is. point of this. That's what it and sounds that's like. That's wild to me, man. That's wild to me. It's just because I don't 
man, I'm not. Listen, I'm not a. Oh shit, people knocking upstairs. I'm not sure if you guys heard that from my apartment. Okay, I hope somebody. I hope nobody got knocked the fuck down. Um, but like, listen, I am not somebody who says, "Oh, there's no racism now." There's the race, but I'm not also somebody who just gives into this racial narrative and lives by it because I think that's its own limit. You know what I mean? Like, how can you say you live in a racist country where they allowed you to do this? Because there had to have been white people who could have said, whoa, bro, are you serious? But no, they allowed you to do it. Somebody drew it. Somebody drew the shit and wrote the shit off the shit that you wrote, and they put it out on one of the biggest corporations, because Warner Brothers still to this day, one of the biggest corporations on Earth, and one of the the most famous characters on earth that's what they let you do because we're we're a country that even despite all the bullshit with this platform and others there is still free speech and you're still allowed to do it so am i saying everything's perfect in this country or is there's no history of racism still having some ripple effects on society no but this isn't we're not in, in yahtzee germany we're not even in the 1800s we're in a modern day where there's a lot of shit to work on both ways and always but it's not something worth like living my life and getting so caught up on. I think with certain people like him, there's also the profit thing. You you have to be a professional, uh, professionally outraged, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But just at a certain point, I have to live my, like trying to get up and get everything you have to get done for any day for any person on this earth is not an easy task. So, so I mean, from his point of view, right? Like, let's let's just take his. Uh supposition about the nature of america as given let's just say for the sake of this discussion that america is incredibly racist and all their white supremacy you know theories are accurate just for the sake of this what does this help i don't even know how how do how do black people become liberated after you do this to superman that's the best question to ask I have no idea. I I don't know what the the point is supposed to be. I, I, what, what, I are are more black people going to go to college now? Like I don't is know. what is this? How how does this help anything with the struggle of black people in America? Is this going to spark a nationwide discussion about buck breaking? And then and then what? And then and then what will happen? Like what is no what is the idea with carrying this flame for the tragedy of the past and being like that'll make the future better? And it only seems to make it worse. I think the point is if if we're to assume this quote, his point is to make it as if, okay, I, I, I'm I'm still trying to understand like the idea that okay, we all know well, I'm not gonna say we all know. Some people don't know what there's young kids every day, but slavery happened. There's a lot of fucking tragic shit that happened, and I guess the idea is he wants more focus on it, but like at a certain point. So, are you, why? Here's all, here's what my question has been to these people. To kind of it's almost a piggyback off of your point. As a black man, what do you want me to do? Do yeah. you want me? To consistently focus on this shit all the time and never get anything done, never try to open up my own business and try to, yeah, create something for for the next generation of, uh, of black people. Never do anything prog- actually progression. 
Y'all, y'all yeah, stay like, progressive. Shouldn't isn't I try the to progress? Yeah, like, isn't the healthiest mentality is to separate yourself from that past? Because it's like, it's not you. It's a sad thing that it happened that your relatives went through that. But it's like, it's not you now. Yeah. And so what is the good of, like, seeing yourself as that? How does that help you move forward yeah. or be a better part of society or help the black community overall? I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the virtue in any of that. I think the thought is if you lower white men's self-esteem low enough, like, I, I don't know. I have no idea what the actual thought is. I mean, not- yeah, I, I could see, like, from their angle, that would make sense. That doesn't that doesn't help the country, though, because it's still, like, the, the largest population would be white people. So if you have a bunch of dejected, angry, low self-esteem white people, how does that help the overall quality of the country? It doesn't, but I think we're, we're applying a lot more critical thought than critical race theory gets. Well, hey, listen, this motherfucker went to college. He went to Indiana State and New York University. He's an acclaimed screenwriter. If he can't have this level of conversation, then what the fuck are you doing contributing to the conversation? That's a good point. <clears throat> Asshole. You know what I mean? Like you want to you know, critique our myths and take away you know everything that like America stands for. Well, then you better have some fucking solutions. Yeah, but that... There's never solutions because these purpose, the all of this shit is not to find solutions. It's to find more problems. I don't want to go too far without acknowledging Sean Connery tipped uh, $4.20, the best tip smoking. Hopefully the screen doesn't go all crazy as I look for the tip. Doobing it uh, up. He yeah. said, the best tip smoking. He says, Superman Red and Blue Volume 1. Oh, that's the dates of uh, this. So the, this was Superman Red and Blue Volume 1 published may 21 to october 21 so is this okay. from uh, last year i didn't even know that yeah i guess so well that's just uh, i think that illustrates just how impactful his social conversation piece was we're just getting wind of it now yeah and, that, and you know that was another element of why do they do this because it's like comic books aren't popular at all anymore they're not even as popular as they were just a few fucking years ago let alone the heyday of the 90s or the 80s or whatever so it's like i get the character still matters but like this could have this actually did apparently go under the radar for a few months so it's not like we even knew that this happened this isn't the biggest platform that it once was superman even though he's a still beloved character his popularity is not what it once was i feel like spider-man the avengers even batman are way more popular to the normie than Superman is, even though, you know, 90s on back, it was Superman. Yeah, I think it's also because the, the movies aren't as good. Yeah, that's really That has a lot to do to. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's approaching two, and I know you have to get going. Yeah. Real quick, since and Dildo, uh, <clears throat> Cro- Croatian, so he may know a little bit more about this in the Balkan area. It's not supposed to make the country better. It's supposed to destroy it so they can make a new one. And, yeah, I think maybe that is the... Oh, that's I mean, I already know that that's the case, but I'm trying to just engage with the with the conversation. And you know what I mean? Just be like, okay, why are you saying this? You know, instead of just like, all right, you know, more communism, because that's all it is anyway. But of course, I know that. But it's like I want to just, you know, let's engage. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of what it exactly is you're trying to accomplish here, sir. Yeah. And uh, Zach brings up a point that's not brought up enough. Isn't it racist to presume that all black people have enslaved family members? Because, yeah, all black people are not descendants of slaves. Right. So. All right. I guess, yeah. Uh, do got to get out of here. It is uh, about that time mm-hmm. to uh, 
the part. Is there anything else that you want? But to talk fret about? not, fret not. If yeah. you if you are missing out, if you want more culture crime fighters action, you can subscribe. To, yeah, you can ready to go, Pat. You can subscribe to our Patreon, which is live right now. Two new episodes in the past two days. Uh, the first one is uh, 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 childhood mischief. This one is mm-hmm. about bad work stories, but there's also the story of us losing our virginity and our experience with drugs. Very yeah. controversial stuff. Needs to be behind a paywall. $5 a month gets you access. Four new episodes a month. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. More Culture Crime Fighters action for your mind. Yes. Yes, please check us out. We really appreciate the patrons we have. We do already yeah. have a few patrons. Thank you. Thank you, Crime Squad, for Crime your Squad. contribution. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's fun stuff over there. A little bit different than what we do here. So uh, please check it out. Please mm-hmm. check it out. And you can't be officially part of the Crime Squad until you subscribe. So Yeah, got to be a part of this. Jesus, Cosmic Fusion. <clears throat> Spoiler, Massive Virgin, Drugs Led to the Mohawk. Not, can I confirm now or deny you need, to, you need to pay to find out? I wonder how my life would be different if I was a virgin. That would, I, I don't know if that would be better or worse. I don't know either. It depends. No, I'd on probably where be I was. worse. I'd probably be very angry and resentful if yeah. I hadn't gotten yeah. laid. But these bitches are crazy, so you're not missing out on much. Yeah. Well, when's your next? Uh, when's your next stream coming up, bitch? I don't know. I could stream because I'm. I'm in a weird schedule. I'm in a weird schedule. I'll probably definitely stream Saturday as far as solo stuff. But I'm just kind of just streaming retro hey! games when I can. Toxic Man Flu subscribed. On the Patreon. Hey. Hell. Thank you, Toxic Man Flu. Thank I you, brother. I appreciate it. Hell. Um, well, I think I'll probably be streaming uh, Witcher 3 tonight. All right. Dope. Um, dope play dope, a little dope. bit more of that. And then tomorrow, 8 o'clock on my channel, <clears throat> second to last episode of The Expanse, I'll be streaming. And uh, the last episode, I'm trying to get a special guest, trying to work on it. We'll see if it comes through. I don't want to spoil it in case it doesn't, but yeah. I'm trying to get a big shot to come talk The Expanse on uh, Thursday. So, uh, yeah, I got uh, I got nothing else. All right. Cocktail right. Lounge Friday night. Yeah, Cocktail Lounge. Shout out to the bots. Yeah, Shouts to the bots, baby. Bots for Make the Make the world go round. Feel bots honored. Um, and, yeah, my next stream could be... Who knows? It could be in in, in four four thousand minutes next Saturday. <laughs> it it could be yeah. It could be four a.m. It could be next Saturday. I will probably stream on Saturday at some point. Couldn't tell you which time. I'm in a random place because I'm in a very stressed out place and I'm working a lot. So so yeah. But anyways, I appreciate everybody for watching. Uh, if you like the video, please like the video. If you're so obliged and share, subscribe, please do that. And even if you do none of these things, thank you for watching. Thank you for your time. Uh, have a good day. God bless. I'll see you guys later. Join the crime squad. Yes, join the crime squad. Give us money. Thank you, Tots. Peace. Peace.